Welcome to the Power of Food podcast. We are so excited to bring you evidence-based nutrition information focusing on addressing the root cause for imbalance. Food has the power to help you achieve lifelong optimal health without the side effects of prescription medication. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, or any other podcast platform. I am Stacy Seslowski, Functional Nutrition Registered Dietitian. And I am Leah Grace Barrick, Functional Nutritionist. Hey everyone, welcome to the Power of Food podcast. We have a very special guest today, Elizabeth Ahrensberg. Elizabeth is a food-loving, veggie fanatic and functional gut health dietitian. She helps women with digestive issues repair their gut so that they can feel more energized, maintain healthy bowel movements, and feel less stressed around food. Unlike Band-Aid solutions, restrictive diets, and generic protocols, she addresses the root cause and uses a personalized approach to repairing and healing the gut. She launched E. Ahrensberg Nutrition with a mission to help every woman rekindle joy in their health. Elizabeth completed both her master's degree in dietetics and nutrition and the dietetics and integrative medicine graduate certificate at the University of Kansas Medical Center. Welcome to the Power of Food podcast, Elizabeth. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be able to meet you both and get to pop on here. I've been loving this podcast lately, especially on my walks. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I'm a huge podcast walker as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we're so excited to have you on to talk all about gut health and blood sugar, two of my personal favorite topics. So let's just go ahead and dive right in. And I'd love for you to just tell our audience first, like what actually is blood sugar? I know a lot of times like the words are thrown around, especially with things like diabetes, but I think for the average person, like you don't really understand what blood sugar actually is. So I'd love if you could just touch on that first. Yeah, I totally agree. It gets tossed around and sometimes it's hard to understand, but I love breaking it down for everyone. So blood sugar is sometimes called blood glucose and blood sugar levels are measured. Um, they measure the amount of glucose that you have present in the bloodstream. So the cells use glucose for energy or they store it for later use. Um, blood sugar levels can change throughout the day and they're greatly influenced by what you eat and how often you eat. So being able to understand how blood sugar levels work, you can better optimize them. So when you eat, let's say a carb, like a sweet potato or cookie, the carbs digested and broken down to glucose. This glucose is dumped into the bloodstream and your blood sugar levels can rise. Then the pancreas pumps out insulin, which is a super important hormone we never want to leave out. So insulin takes that glucose from the bloodstream and moves it into the cells where they either use it for energy or store, they will store it for later use. Um, and insulin is a huge factor in what we do with our glucose. And it helps prevent your levels from getting too high or too low. So it really helps stabilize your blood sugar levels and keep them within that normal range. Um, kind of assuming everything's functioning properly in your body. Thank you for that. You really simplified that explanation. It can be so confusing. And I know I always try to, you know, explain insulin is that hormone that just takes the sugar you eat and moves it into your cells. And um, when you have an issue with insulin, like insulin resistance, then the sugar just does not get into your cells. And that's why you have high blood sugar when you test it. So why is blood sugar important to manage? 
Yeah, so it's super important to manage your blood sugars if you're wanting to avoid any long-term health conditions, um, along with managing your weight, your energy levels. Um, it can influence how your hormones work in your body, which I'm sure you can touch on a lot, Leah. Um, it also affects your gut health. And by managing your blood sugar levels, overall, you'll just feel better. So if you're eating those high amounts of carbs and sugars, then you're going to end up with high amounts of glucose in your bloodstream. And then you're going to get a really high level of blood sugar. And, you know, what goes up must come down. So that blood sugar is just going to go on a bit of a roller coaster. Um, and then if you're someone who has a diet that's consistent in high carbs and high sugar, your body beca can become insensitive to that insulin, like you were saying, um, insulin resistant. So then that glucose isn't going to be used properly anymore, and it remains circulating in the bloodstream. Um, and at first, this can actually leave you feeling more hungry because your cells aren't getting the energy it needs to function properly. And then eventually it just leads to a bunch, you know, a cascade of issues if you're always on this blood sugar roller coaster with the super high highs and the super low lows. Um, if you are constantly on a high blood sugar rush, you can feel more nauseous, uh, fatigued, you'll get that insulin resistance, it can lead to type 2 diabetes. And then if you always have low blood sugar, or if you're letting it get too low, you can be more moody, a little more anxious. Um, and you'll have more of those intense carb and sugar cravings. Totally. Yeah. Really well said. Part of the reason why I love blood sugar is because like you said, it's so interconnected with like literally everything else, which is super fascinating. And so many people are on that blood sugar roller coaster and have absolutely no idea. Like I'll get a lot of clients coming to me and they'll be like, I'm hungry all the time. Like, I don't know why. And then I look at what they're eating and I'm like, I know exactly why. So it's just like shifting the mindset around that. Um, but blood sugar is so important. And and so you mentioned the gut, and I would love for you to talk a bit about how blood sugar affects gut health. Yeah, so blood sugar actually has a huge impact on gut health, and I think that sometimes just in general gets overlooked. So eating to control your blood sugar can help optimize your gut environment. It can allow for those good gut bugs that we want to grow and, th and thrive, and it can prevent those opportunistic bacteria, the bad bacteria, the fungus, the yeast from overgrowing in the body. And this is usually due to the fact that you will be switching um, to more whole foods instead of those processed carbs and sugars. And by controlling your blood sugar, you're able to reduce inflammation in the body, which Stacey, I'm sure you know this way more, <laughs> but so reducing that inflammation in the body gives your gut more time to focus kind of on itself. So if you're someone who has leaky gut or any gut lining damage, if your body's inflamed, your cells aren't able to repair that intestinal wall. But if you have reduced inflammation, your intestinal cells can focus and work on repairing and healing that gut wall, which is super, super important just for overall gut health. And then if you are someone with persistent high blood sugars, it can actually lead to, lead to gastroparesis. Um, and this can really greatly affect how you digest and move food through your digestive tract. So normally our body has the involuntary muscle contraction that moves the, the food through our digestive tract. Um, 
However, if you do have this excessive or persistent high blood sugar, you can have nerve damage on these muscles. So then that cleansing wave and that contraction is not happening. This can then lead to more food buildup, bacteria, toxins, um, and waste just hanging out in your gut and it's not getting removed. Um, and a big sign could be if you're not having a daily bowel movement, um, you want to have a daily bowel movement, at least one, just to help eliminate the waste and keep the digestive tract going. So super important. <laughs> that it, This is such valuable information for people because, I mean, how many people that we know are, you know, are always complaining of the heartburn and the, you know, indigestion and you don't necessarily connect those symptoms with just eating higher, more sugar than you probably should be. Um, one thing that's really interesting is insulin is slows down the vagus nerve and the vagus nerve is needed to push food in the downward direction. So the more your body has to make insulin to control the blood sugar, the more your vagus nerve is going to slow down. And that really does cause more inflammation, lowering that digestion and motility. Um, so it's just so important for people to connect, make these connections in their minds. And I really love like that you talked about the microbiome. I just think, I mean, those bugs in our in our gut are just necessary for our mood, our energy, our immune system, just everything. So it's so important that we keep making these connections between the symptoms we're experiencing and um, you know the blood sugar, really. Um, so what types of recommendations do you make to people to start control, helping control their blood sugar, you know, diet-wise, lifestyle-wise? Yeah, so in general, I always start you know, with food. One of my biggest recommendations is don't skip breakfast. Try to eat within that first hour of waking and make sure your breakfast is high in protein and healthy fats. So, you know, something like eggs and avocados. This protein, having the protein helps kind of lock in that blood sugar level, keeps it more stable and having fat helps you have that longer lasting energy. So it can fuel you for at least like three hours um, in most cases. And then it's also super important to eat the right amount and eat enough food. You should feel satisfied after a meal and not gorged. Um, and then often if you tend to have too small of a meal or too big, you feel a little more sluggish or tired or feel like you need a nap after that meal. So you just need to tune into your body and kind of reassess, like, am I eating enough and am I having balanced meals? So that brings me to the next one is super important to eat balanced meals. So this means you include um, fiber rich carbs, protein and fat at each meal. I usually suggest having half of your plate with those colorful veggies, um, a fourth of it with some healthy protein, and then the remainder of it with those starchy carbs and healthy fats. Um, so this can kind of keep your blood sugar really nice and steady throughout the day, and it should sustain you for about three hours. And then my other big recommendation is to avoid naked carbs. Try to pair them um, if you're having snacks. So sometimes people just reach for an apple, but if you paired it with some more fat and protein, like some peanut butter, you have more of a balanced snack, and then you're setting your blood sugar levels up for success. 
Amazing. Yeah. Those are all really great, great tips, especially, you know, the breakfast one. I think people don't realize how important that is. Like breakfast seriously sets the stage for the rest of the day. And when people are, you know, breaking their overnight fast with these refined carbs or like pancakes, breakfast cereal, which is like the most common breakfast that is out there in America, pretty much. Um, it's really just setting them up for disaster in terms of their blood sugar for the rest of the day. So like you said, like getting that protein and getting that fat will really make it so much easier to, to stay on track for the rest of the day. Because like, once you get on that roller coaster ride, it's like really hard to get off. So starting not on that roller coaster is so, so helpful for people. So thank you for sharing that. I'm curious, are there mistakes that you see a lot of people making? Like what are the most common blood sugar mistakes that you find people are making when it comes to eating or not eating? Um, I'd love to hear any of those that you have. Yeah. So some of the most common ones I see are some people skip meals. Some people just assume like, oh, if I just can skip a meal, you know, then I can eat more later, something like that. But what ends up happening, like you were saying, if you skip a meal, you don't set yourself up for success. You actually set yourself up for, you know, reaching for more of a processed food item or sugar because your body's going to crave that quick energy. And usually just those simple carbs and sugar give our body that quick energy. So you're more likely to reach for something quick, easy, and high in sugar. And then another thing that I often see is people aren't eating balanced plates. So they're missing out on either, you know, a protein or a fat with their meal, or it's just really carb heavy. Um, so like with breakfast, we often only have, most people reach for cereals or kind of more of a carb dense type of breakfast. So you're kind of not setting yourself up for success in the day, but pairing it with more proteins and fats can really set you up for success and get your blood sugar um, on a more steady level. And then another big one is stress. Stress in general impacts every body function. Um, lots of negative effects of stress, unfortunately, but it seems impossible to avoid. Um, and having really high stress loads and not managing it can really throw your blood sugar levels off altogether. That is such an important point. I just, I cannot stress enough <laughs> the importance of addressing stress. Um, it's just, it really does. It really imbalances our, our ability to control blood sugar and it causes so much inflammation and, um, you know, and it's like, is the blood sugar and our, and our unhealthy diet causing us to feel stress or is the stress causing us to, you know, have an unhealthy diet and feel it's like this vicious cycle, you know, so it's like, where do we cut in here and say, let's just meditate and like <laughs> break this cycle somehow. Um, so what, what are some of the first steps that you would recommend um, for gut health? Yeah, so for gut health, um, I'd really encourage people to start incorporating some gut-loving foods on your balanced plates. So some things you can do is have a root veggie. So these are high in fiber, so that's going to help with your bowel movements. We want to keep the bowels going throughout the day. So something like a sweet potato, white potato, or beets, those are great root veggies to include, and this can make up um, some of those starchy carbs on your plate. And then another suggestion is to have some prebiotic rich foods. So 
prebiotics do feed those good gut bugs we have in our gut. Um, and so some foods that are high in prebiotics are things like garlic, onion, asparagus, and artichokes. So this can help make up kind of half that plate that you're filling with your veggies. And then I always recommend to have like a spoonful of some fermented food. So this could be like your sauerkraut or kimchi or just other fermented veggies that you like because fermented food is high in probiotics and probiotics are those healthy bacteria that we have in our gut. And then I always recommend to make your plate colorful and aim for diversity. Try to switch it up um, at your meals. I know a lot of people sometimes meal prep, but switch up your groceries and pick some in-season fruits and veggies. Um, and then another big recommendation I tell people is to eat slowly. So, so often I think we're just conditioned to eat under a time restriction or we don't even set time aside to sit down and have a meal. So I really encourage people to sit down for like 20 to 30 minutes and be very mindful of um, the food you're eating. This kind of helps encourage those digestive enzymes. It can improve digestion, um, prevent that after eating bloat that some people feel and also chewing your food to applesauce consistency. It might sound really hard, which at first it definitely is, <laughs> um, just because I think we none of us are really used to slowing down and chewing our food, but that also really helps improve digestion. And then one of my big, big suggestions is letting your gut rest and digest. So if you are eating those balanced meals and getting fueled properly, you should be able to go about three to five, three to five hours in between um, meals. And this, you allow your body to better digest and absorb the nutrients. And by spacing out your meals, we have this thing called the migrating motor complex that initiates that cleansing wave. So this cleansing wave is a strong muscle contraction that pushes out the food and waste to our large intestine. And it happens about every 90-ish minutes when we're not eating. So it's super important to allow this cleansing wave to go through the gut. And by having this cleansing wave, you know, you're clearing out the food, any toxins, bacteria, um, and having it removed as waste and having that bowel movement. So this, again, can really prevent um, bacterial overgrowth and the fungus and yeast overgrowth that we often can see in people who have kind of more of a high um, carb and sugar diet. And then my last tip is to always incorporate some light movement. Um, something as simple as a walk after eating can really help with that digestion and also helps with your stress levels. Um, just kind of taking a mindful moment after you have some food is always a great way to help improve that digestion and keep your gut happy. Amazing. Those are such great tips, Elizabeth. Thank you for sharing those. And I also love telling people like take a walk after your meal. It helps with digestion. It also helps with blood sugar. So it's going to help lower the blood sugar from a meal too. So it's kind of like a win, win, win on all friends. Um, and I love that you mentioned too, like those starchy carbs, because I think a lot of times when people start to learn about blood sugar, they're like, oh, well, I shouldn't have carbs. And it's like, no, you should have carbs. You just need to choose the right kind of carbs 
because we need those carbs for our gut health, for our gut microbiome. That's what they live off of. So it's really important to kind of differentiate between those, which you did. And then also, you know, those probiotic foods that you mentioned are so important. I think a lot of people now with like probiotic supplements, they think like, oh, if I go to the store and I just get a probiotic supplement, like I'm good. That's all I need. And there's so much more than that. Um, so I'm glad you mentioned that too. So amazing. Well, thank you so much for all of this information. Is there anything else that you wanted to add for our listeners that you think is so important or that um, they can kind of start to think about for blood sugar and gut health, anything like that? Last words you want to share? Yeah, some last words. So when it comes to gut health and blood sugar, you know, really focus on switching out some of your processed carbs and sugars with more whole foods. Um, food is super, super powerful and picking more of those whole foods, you know, leads to a better stable blood sugar, um, provides you with more nutrients and really fuels your gut and keeps it nice, happy and healthy. <laughs> Beautiful. I love it. I swear, I know I'm in the right place because we, these guys, you guys are like speaking the words that I feel like I repeat so often. <laughs> today. It's like, no, you say that too. <laughs> um, but awesome. Thank you so much for being here. It's been really valuable information for our listeners and it's been really fun to meet you. Um, would you like to tell people where to find you? Actually, I forgot to type in that thing, but um, yeah. would you like to spell it out for people? <laughs> yes, that'd be great. Okay, so I have a website. It's a little long, but it's E-A-R-E-N-S-B-E-R-G nutrition.com. So eaaronsbergnutrition.com. Um, so that's where you can find me on my website, some more info about me. And then I also have an Instagram, and that's at gratefulgut underscore nutrition. And I'll put that in the notes for sure so that people will be able to find you. And are you currently accepting new clients? I am. I'm currently accepting virtual clients um, for one-on-one. -on -one, and I have some three-month packages that I'm offering as well. Awesome. Um, so everyone knows my name is Stacy Sislowski. I'm with Heal From Food. Uh, my email address is Stacy S-T-A-C-Y, at healfromfood.com. And I'm Leah Barrick, and you can find me at Grace Functional Nutrition, gracefunctionalnutrition.com, and on Instagram at gracefunctionalnutrition. Thank you, everyone.